0: us right now it's Sam Liebowitz and Sam you are the director of talkradio.nyc thank you so much sam for joining us uh josh thank you so much for having
1: you on my having me on your show today I really appreciate it
0: yes absolutely okay so what is talk radio nyc and why are you on this show Yeah. So Talk Radio NYC, the way
1: I describe it is it's kind of a hybrid between a podcasting network and a traditional radio station, because we do all of our shows live first, but we do everything online and then we record it while it's live. And then we put out the recording afterwards as the podcast. And so we're kind of, I talk about it like it's, we're a done for you solution in that we handle all the technology for our hosts who are Business owners, professionals, entrepreneurs who are just they're intelligent people, but they're just too busy to try and figure out all the technology of Mm -hmm. how to stream out a show how to get listed on all the podcasting platforms. And so we do all that for them. And, and they, they, they kind of schedule, they get this one hour weekly show and they save that time slot so that this way they know they can be consistent and it's just a little piece they take out of their week and they, they show up and do their genius. We, we produce it for them. We play the music. We do all kinds of stuff. We promote it. We have our own newsletter, our own social media promotions. And so this way, when, you know, people can focus on their genius and, and leave the the stuff that's our genius to getting the word out there.
0: Yeah. Um, why podcasting? What, what are the inherent advantages of the podcasting platform that, you know, maybe um, why not YouTube? Why not TikTok? You know, what, what is it about podcasting?
1: So, so, you know, there's definitely a place for video and we also do video as well as audio. But for me, audio is something that I'm very attracted to because when you don't have something to look at, and, and most of us are pretty busy. So mm-hmm. when you're listening to something, you could be working on a spreadsheet and listening to a podcast, you could be out running and listening to a podcast on your phone. You could be driving your car and listening to a podcast, but, but, Still, it's better than blogging. It's better than text because when you hear a person's voice, you can connect with them emotionally. You feel like you can really get into and and get to know the person. I I have people who have been listening to my show for years, and, you know, they're like my best friends. Even though,
0: like, they've only heard me, I have no idea who they are. Yeah. And and so where do you – is podcasting that difficult? Um. Here here I am asking a question. (laughs) I feel so funny asking that question. I got an answer for that, but I'll let you take it.
1: It's not difficult to do it, but I would say it takes time and effort to do it well. And, and that's the thing I've learned a long time ago, that like, if other people can provide a service to you, and they're really good at it and they've been doing it, I've been running the station now for over 12 years, if you can work with a coach or a consultant or, or service provider, and they're really good at it and they have the expertise, use them because it's not worth your time to figure out all that stuff and get up to their level of expertise.
0: And so where do you fit in when you're when you're working with people? like it, it, it help me understand um, someone's coming to you and they're like, yeah, you know, listen, I want to start a podcast. What, what, what how does the conversation go from there? So we have a certain brand
1: for our network. Our brand is about uplifting, educating and, in, and empowering people. And so I have a conversation with them to make sure that their message is something around that. The other thing I also look for is if somebody's coming to do a show purely, and I mean purely for just they want to make more money, they want more clients, and they just think doing a show is going to get them more clients, I'm not interested in working with them. Because what's going to happen is if that's their underlying motivation, that's going to come out in their show and the decisions they make, and it's going to end up being an hour-long infomercial, and nobody's going to listen to that. However, people do come to me and they do get those benefits, but they come to me because they want to serve their audience. They want to serve their industry. They they want to, um, you know, do something that's fun, but also helps people in the process. When that is sort of the main reason someone's coming to me, ah, now that's someone I can work with. And then in the process, they're going to find that all kinds of opportunities are going to open up for them, especially I've worked with dozens and dozens and dozens of people over the years i've produced thousands of episodes i've seen what works i've seen what doesn't work and so i often can see ways and find ways that the host can use their show to really support building their business and their brand that they don't even see themselves
0: yeah and and so sam um what um let's talk about the the kind of the business justification for starting a podcast because listen Anyone can start a podcast about anything and it it's a fun hobby for about five to ten episodes. And then it's like, whew, this is a lot of work. Um, I am a big fan of can we let's talk about the business plan here first before we engage too far down this road here. Can you talk about that side of it?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, I've worked with a lot of different people over the years and they've come with with different intentions. And, and I'll I'll give you a couple of different examples of people that I really like. So like this guy, don't Tony Martinetti came to me, who's a nonprofit consultant, and he only did two things for nonprofits. He did plan giving and charity registration, and that's it but he saw that there was a real need in the nonprofit industry for small and mid-sized nonprofits because they didn't have access to all of the same information that the large nonprofits had because they didn't have the same budgets. So Tony specifically did his show for small and mid-sized nonprofits, and he would only interview service providers, authors, consultants who had great content that could support small and mid-sized nonprofits. And then by doing that and doing it consistently and working with me over the years, and it took time, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, it took time. But he started getting really great thought leaders in his industry. And he ended up becoming the number one nonprofit podcast. And and he got so popular. I mean, he literally had twice the number of subscribers on Apple Podcasts that the next runner-up nonprofit podcast had on. And he got mentioned in all these nonprofit industry blogs as one of the top 10 thought leaders for the year. Mm. And and they would even say things like, and if you like the other nine people on our list, they've all been guests on Tony's show. So Tony started getting also these phone calls from people of yeah. like, Hey, Tony, can you do a marketing plan for my nonprofit? No, I don't do that. Let me refer you to someone. Hey, Tony, can you do some um, prospect research for me? No, I don't do that. Let me refer you to someone. Because what happens is when you get known as a thought leader in your industry, there's this kind of halo effect around you and people think you do everything and you know everything. So what happened was he started getting all these referrals. Now, some of the stuff was things that he did, but a lot wasn't. And so he would refer it to certain business partners, strategic alliances. And then, of course, they're getting business from him. So what are they going to do? They referred right back to him. So it really helped his whole business to take it to the next level.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could just tell you from my experience, podcasting is I've been podcasting since 2007. And I could tell you it is the ultimate networking tool. Um, it is so easy. So when I look at now, you can do collabs in TikTok and YouTube and, and all that sort of thing. I, I find that, you know, being a podcast guest it is just it's just so much more normal in the podcasting realm uh, than maybe a collab. So if I were to, let's say I were to reach out to 10 uh, executives, right. That I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh man, I'd love to network with them. Right. And I said, Hey, do you want to do a YouTube collab? They might be like, um, I, 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 you're going to have to tell me more about that. I don't know what that is. Whereas if I say, I would love to have you as a guest on my podcast. Oh, I know what that is. You know, like that just makes so much sense. And so therefore, if your aim is to use platform, and I've always been a big fan of brand journalism and and platform, because again, it's, it's like, um, you know, I firmly believe that anyone can, become a center of influence in about anything. Even I used to joke about, well, maybe not rocket science or brain surgery. Wait a minute, no, yes you can. <laughs> you can start a podcast about brain surgery and just interview brain surgeons even right. if you have no background in it. Uh and all of a sudden, you know, fast forward a year or so of of being in the trenches doing the work and you are going to become a known commodity. It's crazy. I love platform.
1: Absolutely. And let me explain why that is what you just said that example. Because Because when you meet somebody and you want to get your foot in the door to immediately say, hey, let's do a collab together, it's like you're saying let's have sex on the first date. Yeah, is weird. You. Yeah. You're not, you haven't given them anything, but when you say to them, Hey, I love your work. I love what you're all about. Would you like to come on my show and talk about your work? People are like, Oh, that's really nice. Thank you so much. Cause you're just giving them something. Yeah. And then what happens is you, you get them on your show. You have them talk for however long your show is and they get to know you, you get to know them and they get to kind of like you cause you've kind of made a, I'll say in quotes, deposit in that sort of re- business relationship And so then after that, you can do a follow up call and you say, hey, you know, I really enjoyed it. You know, I have some ideas. Maybe there are some ways we can collaborate. Well, now they're going to be open to that conversation because now that you've done something for them without really asking for anything in return. And so now they kind of think highly of you. But to ask for a collab right away, it's like you're asking for something right away from them and, and you haven't really done anything for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. And and what we're what you're talking about is, I mean, this is just straight up an implementation of um, you know, how to win friends influence people, the go-giver, yeah. right? We're leading yeah. with generosity. Are you willing to lead with generosity with no, you know, no front-end demands, no expectations of returns? If you can, you you can in business. Let's say you know on scale from zero to ten, you're a you're a solid five. Like in terms of your authority, mm-hmm. um, when you're reaching out in generosity and and again especially leveraging platform, you can get time with the sixes and sevens easily, and maybe even some of the eights. Um, it's amazing how many people. Here's the thing I like to say, Sam is like it's amazing who you can get to show up to an award show when they're being recognized. Right. So if you want FaceTime, again. Don't be nefarious. I mean, don't mm-hmm. you know? You got to be authentic in this. Right. And I come from the Adrian Cronauer School of Journalism. Yeah. You know, uh, Good Morning Vietnam, where you you know <laughs> you you always are upfront, honest with everybody at all times, and you advocate for your audience. You advocate for your guests. You are there in service of them. Exactly. Exactly. And and you know, it's funny you, you mentioned that because it's also you need to be
1: open to what life can bring you because amazing things can come that you never even thought of. Like I have a show on my network called PALS, Professional and Animal Lovers Show. And it was started by this woman, Valerie Heffron and, and Tommy Demisa, who who does another show on my network as well. And and they did it for People who love pets, and they were like, "Well, you know, business owners who love pets, they probably like to do business with other business owners who do who love pets," and so they start bringing people on about uh, the, the pet industry and what's going on with legislation and 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 all kinds of, of stuff around that. And then what they found is, is like people started, first of all, they became the, one of the most popular shows. They had like 50,000 listeners in the first six months. And people started coming to them with all kinds of opportunities for doing stuff in the pet industry. And Valerie just wanted to do the show because it was her love. It was her passion. She wasn't even thinking about turning it into any kind of business. Now they're coming together. They're doing the Compassion Awards, which they're g- going to be honoring business owners who do stuff for animal advocacy and for pets. Mm. And and she, I was on the phone with her the other day she says sam i can't believe it i have people bringing business opportunities to me in the industry that i never would have imagined so it's like if you're just authentic and honest and be yourself and put yourself out there then life can bring you all kinds of
0: amazing things you haven't even thought of yeah uh this is really exciting um so sam what is your like what does it look like when people work with you like how do you engage with them so I used to have a very different business model, and I tried to
1: just streamline everything. So I do sort of weekly 12-week um, agreements, because I don't want to like handcuff people and say, oh, you got to stay with me for a whole year. And I don't want to say like a month, because it's not enough time to really get a good feel for it. So I, I do 12-week agreements. I have sort of an entry level, a mid-range, and a high-end offering. We take care of everything for you. Um, and then, you know, the host joins, you know, we, we get you up on the website, we get you listed in all the podcasting platforms, and then uh, we engineer your shows, you show up, we do a slot, you know, we're very collaborative. And also, we, we do a lot to cross promote and cross pollinate within the network, like all of my hosts have been guests on other host shows. And they're also very good about being supportive of the different shows on the network. So that you know, when someone finishes the show, they say, hey, and stay tuned, coming up next is a such and such show. Or don't forget to catch all the other shows on the network. And, and, and we do monthly host meetings. So the hosts actually get to meet each other and, and talk to each other and even potentially trade business with each other. Mm. And then that's also, you know, I, they give me feedback. I give them feedback. And so it's really we create a very collaborative and very team oriented environment with the network.
0: Yeah. Um your website can you would you mind kind of sharing your website and and like sure. you know if, if someone's listening to our conversation right now and they're like yeah I I, I want to learn more like where do they go like what are, what are some of those um, next steps uh, people sure. go can go from here. Sure. So the website is
1: www.talkradio one word talkradio.nyc. Not com because I'm a proud native New Yorker and us native mm. New Yorkers know New York is the center of the universe. So talk radio, like a real New Yorker. So talk radio to, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> so talk and if somebody is interested, just email me directly. My name is Sam sam at talkradio.nyc real simple and we'll set up a meeting we'll have a conversation i'm going to ask you like what's your intention behind your show why do you want to do a show who's your audience you know what do you love about them and we can have some conversation to see like Does doing a show, does it really serve you where you're at today? And, you know, I I, sometimes I say to people, you know what? Do whatever you're working on now. Come back in a year's time, maybe. And then let's talk about it because it's not necessarily the right solution for everyone. But for the right people, it is a wonderful solution. My hosts love me. I've got tons of testimonials from hosts. And it's it's really if, if you're a right fit, it's just it can really enhance your life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Podcasting has changed my life in a big way. (laughs) I am so grateful for the platform. Sam Leibowitz, I'm grateful for you. Thank you so much for joining us. Talkradio.nyc. Sam, thank you. Thank you, Josh. I, I
1: really appreciate it. It's always fun to talk to a fellow podcaster and especially someone who has just wonderful energy like yourself.